sense. Hey, hi, how you doing? I don't know why there were so many long pauses in there, but welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I missed you guys. I think about you often, you know? But it's like you never write, you never call. <laughs> oh my god, I'm on this like guilt trip thing. There's a story I'm going to tell you uh, momentarily that involves uh, a similar thing. But uh, yeah, before I get to that, today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Rothy's Away and Bloom. All cool stuff I will tell you about later. You're going to want to get involved. Use the promo code Better Your Life. Um, I don't want to brag. Uh, I guess I'm just going to call this a humble brag, but uh, I never got jet lagged from coming back from my Europe trip. I've been back for like a week and a few days now. Feel fantastic. Flying high and feeling mean, and I'm not quite sure why. Apparently, I'm just immune to jet lag. I'm just an evolved species of human. Didn't know that <laughs> existed. No, I think it's just because I like I went. I just got back into a normal sleep pattern right away. Right when I got back, and uh, like I went to bed. Like tried to make sure I went to bed at like you know fairly early-ish, but normal hours. Woke up at a normal time, and I don't know. It's few people can. Uh, be as humanly evolved as me. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm bragging about the weirdest thing right now. Um, okay, well, I'm so excited about my guest today. Um, but I, I'm going to tell you a quick story, give you some show dates, and then we're going to get to her. Uh, hopefully that doesn't mean you just, like, skip my story and my show dates. Don't hit the 15-second, you know, button that skips forward. Don't you do that. I'm going to smack your little hand so you don't do that. And you know what? Don't do it through my ads either. Because you might learn something and find a product that you think is awesome and changes your life. Because every product I use, uh, or every product, uh, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Every ad or every sponsor I have, I use the product and it betters my life. Okay. So, uh, my guest, by the way, is um, Wendy McClendon-Covey from Bridesmaids, Goldbergs, Reno 911. She's amazing. But I will intro her shortly. I'm really excited for you to hear the interview. I actually just did it with her this morning. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm just really excited for you to hear it. She's just so down to earth and cool and just what every Hollywood person should be. Um, anyways, okay, so quick story. So um, <laughs> a few days ago, I, uh, I went on a date. It was the first date. Um, and I... Uh, which is going to make me sound horrible that then he like came to my house. I didn't hook up with him, guys, right? I'm a lady. But um, I was <laughs> having a medical emergency, or so I thought. So, okay, first date. It's going well. Nice guy. Handsome. All the things, right? And uh, we go to dinner, and then we play darts at this uh, uh, bar nearby. And then um, I, so I had worked out earlier in the day. Uh, I did this, my Pilates class, which is called Legree, which is like, it's not regular Pilates because you're not on a regular reformer. You're on a reformer, but it's a super reformer. So you'll be in like plank and all of a sudden they'll start moving this puppy side to side and like up and down and changing the weight on you. It's very, very hard. So there's a reason why it's only 25 minutes long is because it's ridiculously hard. Um, so just keep that in the back of your head that I had worked out earlier in the day, but I, but I would don't think of like a pulled muscle would hurt more later. But I guess when you get sore muscles, it's more like a second day soreness, whatever. So I'm on this date, and um, I start to believe I'm having a medical emergency. Uh, my side just started hurting so freaking bad. Like I couldn't. It almost felt like I had, even though it was like lower, it was like actually in my side. But it almost felt like I had like a cracked ribs. Like it hurt to like breathe it hurt to like move and simultaneously like <laughs> I don't know like my stomach was also like starting to kind of like swell like I so it's so I probably just ate something that hurt my stomach but so there was the pain and then all of a sudden my stomach's like really like bloated and it's like it's like hard and it hurts and stuff and I was like I'm having appendicitis. I'm having an appendicitis. Uh, I think my appendix is rupturing. It's rupturing. And he's like, it's the wrong side. It's not. 
your appendix is on the right. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Something else. Another organ is definitely rupturing inside my body. And this sweet human um, takes me home and is like, okay, little, let's just, do you want me to take you to the doctor? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And then like complaining that it hurts, but then just being like, no, it's totally fine. Like, I'm not going to go to the doctor. Just, I'm, I mean, I'm just being annoying. Annoying. And um, so he stays there with me all night and I couldn't be more dramatic. And I'm not even really like, I have a pretty high pain tolerance and I'm not that dramatic. Although my dad told me he thought I was a hypochondriac once. He was like, you're kind of being like, you're overreacting. But that's not, no, I really don't normally do that. You're going to hear this story and you'll be like, Rachel, you definitely are. So I'm freaking out and he keeps offering. He's like, I think you need to go to the doctor. Like, why don't we take you? He kept saying prompt care, which was the only irritating thing he did. I was like, it's called urgent care. He's like, prompt care. I'm like, are you from England? What are you saying? Um, so uh, I was like, no, 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 no. Because at first I thought he meant like the emergency room. I was like, no, like what if it's too expensive and it's nothing? And, and he's like, no, just go to like a prompt care or urgent care. And I don't even know if those are open in the middle of the night. But it was in the middle of the night. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. In the morning, if it still hurts, I'll think about it. So morning rolls around and it still hurts. Um, and I'm just convinced that this is something's going. My kidneys ruptured. Something's happened. Everything's bad. Um, and so he offers to take me again. And then I just started doing this obnoxious, like, Italian or, like, Jewish mom thing where I was like, you don't even care. No one cares about me. He was like, I'm offering to take you to the doctor. I was like, no, you don't care. You don't care enough. You don't care. No one cares that I'm dying. No one cares that I'm in pain. Uh, I mean, I was, like, kind of joking, but um, still, like, Rachel, it's a first date. Try to act normal. This is probably why you're single. Like, try to just tone it down a little bit. Scale it back, you know? Just reel it back in, Rachel. Just try not to show all of your annoying sides. And uh, so he keeps trying to offer to take me. And so I was like, no, no, I'll just take myself. So he leaves it, but he's like, he's like, can you please just let me know how you're doing? Like, I'm really worried about you. Will you text me after the doctor? And I was like, yes, if I have the strength to. (laughs) They haven't taken my phone from me because I don't even have the strength to hold it. Um, so I go to the doctor, um, I'm at the urgent care for approximately, I don't know, 20 minutes. It was like the nurse or doctor was like, this girl, like, she obviously just has a pulled muscle, but I'm just going to like type some stuff up on the computer and ask her some questions just to like humor her so she doesn't feel like a crazy person. And so I, yeah, I leave the doctor, paid like a $40 copay for them to tell me I just pulled a muscle. But I, yeah, completely overreacted. So then I texted him, told him that that's what it was. And now he won't stop making fun of me for it. But I, I don't know why I reacted like such a psycho. Um, maybe that story wasn't that interesting to you. But if you're ever thinking to yourself, hey, Rachel seems cool, you know. She's got a cool career. Maybe, she, maybe you know, she's successful. She's cute. What? How is she single? Think, about, think back to that story, and that's how you're going to know. That's pretty much your case study. That's your answer. Okay, really quickly, show dates. I will be in Wichita, Kansas this Saturday, May 18th. Super excited about it. Really excited to meet you guys. I've talked to a few of you guys on uh, Instagram, etc. cetera. Uh, and then after that, May 25th, I'm at the Hollywood Improv in the lab doing this like storytelling competition type show. Um, with my co uh, my co-host of Screwed Up Stories, which guys, please listen to my other podcast. It's really good. Um, we've had some really cool guests, like like Wendy McLennan was on it, uh, Marilyn Ricecub, uh, who else? Uh, 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 Brit- Brittany Louise Taylor, a million Kate Quigley, a bunch of people. Um, also, guys too. We had uh, oh yeah, we had um, Joe Gorga from Real Housewives of New Jersey on. I just couldn't be there, so I forgot about it. Um, but it's a cool podcast. We basically. Um, we, we're the hosts, and we have people on that tell a true screwed-up story of something that's happened to them or something they've done. Like, stories range from, like, cheating or, like, almost marrying a sociopath or having your ER doctor, uh, when you got, like, bit by a poisonous spider, it ends up being your ex-boyfriend and all this crazy stuff. Anyways, listen to that podcast. But the show I'm doing on the 25th, my co-host, uh, she runs a show. That's at the Hollywood Improv, so come to that. And then May 26th, I have a show at the Comedy Store. I'm not sure what time yet. Um, 
So there's that. There's a bunch of other ones. But then the, uh, and then in July or not June, July, I should be coming to Long Island. I'm curious if any of you guys live there. Uh, I don't really feel like I get a lot of messages from people in Long Island. But if you do, hit me up so I feel confident, confident about the prospect of going there. And I'm probably going to do a Philly date or something around that time, too. And then August 22nd, I will be in Seattle, Pacific Northwest, August 22nd. You can get tickets for all these on my website, rachelobriancomedy.com. Okay, so let's get to my very lovely, exciting guest. So, like I said, you know, she, she was a member of the Groundlings. You've seen her on Reno 911. The Goldbergs, which is a huge hit show. Bridesmaids, just a hugely successful you know, critically acclaimed uh, comedy, so good, um, and just she's been in so many other things. I'm like looking at her, her Wikipedia, and I could just keep listing them. But honestly, one of my favorite things about her is not only is she hilarious, she's also beautiful, but she's very, very down to earth, and um, she just drops a lot of wisdom for you guys. You know about doesn't matter what point you are in your life. You can always turn your life around and, you know, here's how she made it in the entertainment industry and just she she's encouraging. Cool. So without further ado, the hilarious and beautiful Wendy McClendon Covey. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me in your adorable apartment. Thank you. Did you just notice my Larry Miller I painting? Did. I did. <laughs> um, I played his love interest. Isn't he a lot older than you? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's Hollywood weird. for you. And, and it only um, happened twice, and I think it was cut out on the second episode of a show called uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Did they, it, like the movie? Well, there was, there was a, movie, a movie, and, and then, then they, they did a TV show. a TV show, and so then I, I um, played his wife, not wife, but his, his sort of flirtation on that. But I think they figured out, oh, wait, this was not good casting. Yeah, I find that so funny in, in Hollywood when it's like, uh, did you see Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri? Or yes, okay. and I hated that movie. Oh, I, I actually really liked it, but it was disturbing. No, I can't <laughs> tell you how much I hated that movie, but go on. But um, <laughs> Woody, what's his butt? Woody Harrelson uh-huh. and his, like, his wife, who was, I don't know, 30 years younger than him. And... Had a British accent for it, no reason. It made no sense. Well, she, I think she's like, I think she's from there. But still, yeah. it's like, why would this, why would this foreign girl live in this town? Well, that's and it. date the cop who's thirty years older than her. Exactly. Like yeah. she came from England for what as an exchange student <laughs> and was like, you know said, what, I'm going to settle here. This dude and and this <laughs> messed up city. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. all in. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to anchor myself here. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I can't leave. Yeah. I yeah. was so, uh, it took me right out of the story. Uh, so I'm glad you noticed because I couldn't get over it. I'm like, I don't, it's his daughter. It looks like his daughter. Like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> what's going on with your cats? I You think that no one cares, but I think my listeners want to hear because okay. there's, a, there's a situation. There's or at a least situation. my mom wants no, to hear. No, here. there is. Um, okay, so I'm a crazy cat lady, and I'm just leaning into it. It's I don't fine. say why not. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I am doing a fine. Person with a lot going on. <laughs> all right. Many hobbies. But I, I have my kitties, and they're all rescues. Well, we were chosen about six weeks ago mm-hmm. by a stray Siamese. Siamese. Okay. Mm. Okay. They seem. They seem cold. Feral. Okay. Not even a year old. She doesn't. You know, it's just a scrawny little thing that uh-huh. keeps showing up on, on my porch. So of course I'm gonna feed her. Yeah. Because she's starving. Uh huh. She does this weird thing where she eats or she gets a mouth full of food, and then runs off somewhere and eats it. A little bit of an eating she's, disorder. Yeah. Well, a little bit you of. You know, it's a, like the people know, that I hide food s- under I their bed. My stuff because yeah. I'm not gonna get food that often. Okay. So I think, because she's a Siamese, mm-hmm. I think someone moved away and left her. So mean. It's so mean. I hate people. People are dicks. Yes, they are. So anyway, she keeps showing up, and I'm I'm posting about her on Instagram, and people are saying, "Ooh, she looks pregnant," and I'm thinking, "No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't." I wonder how people can tell. Crazy cat people. Well, they were they were right. Yeah, they were right. We left for five days, and when we came back, it was unavoidable. She was, she popped out. Oh my god. So we're we're planning for kittens at the house, but 
we don't know that she's vaccinated. She's astray. We've got cats in our house that we have tried so hard to keep healthy. I, I, I can't just bring this wild thing into the house. Yeah. But people are, you know, getting righteous with me on, on Instagram. I saw that. You know, it's that's, like, oh, that's God. so helpful. Yeah. That's so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> well, we found a mobile vet. They came. They took blood. They uh, checked to see if she was chipped, and she wasn't. So she's ours as far as I'm concerned. Um, did the uh, FIV test and the leukemia test and all these things. She doesn't have any of it. Oh, good. But they can't vaccinate her till the babies are born. I'm not bringing an unvaccinated cat into the house. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah, just why would do you do that? that? Yeah. I can't do that. Not only that, she doesn't want to come in. I've yeah. got to go through 50 different head trips to let this cat pet me every day. I'm putting in the work. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's not uncommon for me to be under my husband's truck singing to this cat. I feel like I need cat. to learn my uh, my dating tactics from this cat, you oh. know? I feel like I go in too hard. I got to oh, play it yeah, cool like your cat. Be aloof. Yeah, aloof. Okay. I don't need you. Yeah. I'll, what are you feeding me? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Maybe I'll take but it home and eat it. I don't know that I'm going to let you pet me. Yeah. Okay. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Guys, have you heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? Oh, and they're insanely comfortable and machine washable, too. I'm talking about Rothy's, and let me just tell you, they are so comfortable. As you guys know, I like to walk a lot, and yesterday I was walking around town, running errands, doing whatever, and I probably walked like eight miles in my Rothy's shoes, and my feet felt like heaven. But you don't have to take it from me. I also was speaking to my friend the other day who works uh, in a transplant department at a hospital. And her and all the nurses, all they wear are Rothy's. Rothy's are the everyday flats for life on the go. They're stylish and versatile, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. I'm currently wearing them with jeans, so they go with those too. They come in a wide range of colors and patterns, and they're available in four different silhouettes. I got the sneakers in gray, super cute. And Rothy's, they're seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles, like I said. So they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. That's right, there's zero break-in period for these shoes. They're amazing, and the sustainability will blow your mind. They're made from recycled water bottles, like I said. In fact, they Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. That's incredible. And the other major bonus, they're fully machine washable. So every time they need a refresh, you can simply toss them in the washing machine. It's like getting a fresh pair every laundry day. And I want you guys to check them out. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash be here. Go to rothys.com, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash be here to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash be here today. Well, this, that, and the other. We're, you know, I'm posting about her day to day because people are engaged. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot believe how people are looking forward to this. No, I'm she not joking. My mom sent me probably 10 texts about it. And oh I just no. stopped reading them. I was like, I'm not sure I care, but I'll look into it, mom. No, listen, <laughs> I just came from Capitol Hill last uh -huh. week. Do you know how many people asked me about Mocha? <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. So I'm stunned. Funny. So we come back. Oh, no. Last week. Okay. May 4th. Mm -hmm. May 4th. She was sprawled out on our hot tub laying there sunning herself with her pregnant gut in the air. It was adorable. <laughs> that day, she let me pack, pick her up. We nuzzled. I, I sang to her. Oh. She fell asleep in my arms. It was adorable. The next day, like 12 hours go by, I don't see Mocha. What the hell's going on? Uh -huh. She comes back for dinner not pregnant anymore. So she just had the cats somewhere. The she cats had somewhere. them somewhere on the hill. Now, I live on Signal Hill, which uh -huh. is in Long Beach. It's kind of a wild area. There's a lot yeah. of, you know, a lot of critters, a oh, no. lot of stray cats, coyotes, skunks, That's what I was thinking, raccoons. coyotes. Not really. The coyotes don't really come to my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But there's raccoons. There's, coyotes there's don't really have boundaries, though. They, they don't. go straight they don't. into regular and old neighborhoods. Honestly, they know how to work a keypad and can type in your code and get in. <laughs> really? Is that how they're doing it? Yeah, that's how they're they doing it. They are scrappy little creatures. They are scrappy little frigs. But anyway, 
so yeah, she comes back not pregnant, and I'm devastated because I want to be. I wanted to be the midwife. Yeah. Who doesn't? So that was on Cinco de Meow Meow. <laughs> okay. I'm adorable. <laughs> I'm adorable. Oh, that was so worth it. <laughs> um, so that was 10 days ago. I don't know where those kittens Still? are. Still? I have an idea. You think they're up in that hill somewhere? I think we're right on top of them. You think they're somewhere around your I house? I think they Wouldn't are. Would you right hear them? Not yet. We haven't heard them yet. But I think. And I, I like want to go there and try looking. to find them. Let me tell you something. I sprayed myself with bug spray and went crawling through bushes oh my on God. the side of the hill to figure out where these kitties are. Can't find them. Although I have been told by rescuers, don't touch them. Why? Even if you know where they are, don't touch them. She could turn on them. She could maybe relocate them again. This and is fascinating. Really, yeah, it's fascinating. I feel like and your Instagram followers are going to do like a search party. Oh, believe me. And and I'm getting such bad advice and such hostile advice sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. But I want to keep it for I want to keep it up for the people that do care. I don't know. I'll take all the good juju I can. So, crazy. I think we are it's it probably in such an obvious place. Yeah. That we're not seeing it. This but would consume me to not being. I, I really oh yeah, would want it's to. It's driving them. me crazy. But everybody says don't touch them. Well, if what you, do you find them, do? don't touch them. If you keep feeding her, which we do, she comes and she eats about eight cans of food a day. She's uh-huh. a little piggy. Jeez. Because she's you're like you're not pregnant anymore. She's breastfeeding. breastfeeding yeah. So um, I act like I know. I'm like yeah. you've been oh, there, you done know, that. <laughs> um. But she, co- that might be her on the porch right now. I've got a mocha cam. Oh, that's funny. I've got a camera in the front, camera in the back. So when she comes to the porch, we go and feed her. Uh-huh. If it's another animal, we don't put food out. See? God. See how we're like living national. But I don't understand what, what you're supposed to do if, if you can't oh, touch okay. them. Just like look at it. What do you? Well, let her bring them to us. Mm. And she probably will. This Eventually. What everybody says. After she has had it with the breastfeeding, or she, you know, feels that when it's she doesn't safe. Want, she, when she needs a babysitter, when she wants to go yeah, out. She's like, I'm ready to go bar hopping yeah. again. I'm not even a year old. That's the sad thing. This poor little girl. She's a little she, young to have. She's a little who young. Who impregnated her? Uh, some horrible Tom cat that's <laughs> going to hear it from me when I figure <laughs> out who it is. Anyway, that's where we're at with the cats. Now, my own cats are lovers. Mm-hmm. And they like to look at her through the window. Because you haven't let so them interact because they're not back. She's not vaccinated. Not re- no, no, no. Yeah. We don't let. But they will be. Look, w- by this time next year, mm-hmm. we're all going to be sleeping on the bed together. Yeah. Okay. What like a beautiful a big, story. family. But, um, yeah, my kitties are everything to me. I'm a crazy. How many do you have? Right now we're down to three. Okay. Plus mocha. <laughs> You, you say know, it like that, it that sounds comes. like almost like gambling. We're down three. No, we're down to th- well, because last year we lost three. Three in back one year? Back to back. Oh, I think you told us that yeah, when you did screwed up stories. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Horrible. Medically complicated kitties, but they were with us for a long time. That's sad. We gave them a very good life. But, um, yeah, so I'm I'm uh, in it to win it with okay. this kitty. So All there right. it is. Okay, well, we can we can say that was the cat <laughs> segment. That was cat corner of the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. So I want to talk about your career, which I guess is what everyone does on every podcast. I listen to you on uh, Ross Matthews. But specifically, um, when you did Screwed Up Stories, like mm-hmm. I, I, I had such like a, a feel-good feeling after that because you were so honest about, you know, your process of getting into the industry and then what you had gone through before. But also, it's like you don't necessarily have a story where it's like, Oh, I just moved here at 18 and just started. You know what I mean? Like, and so I feel like my listeners would really want to hear about your story because it's also like the cool part about it, too, is um, you were able to turn yourself from a kind of a bad place that you were in into. I mean, you have an incredible career. I mean, it's pretty insane. And I just think it's cool that for people to know, though, that like no matter what place you're in now, you don't know, you know, what your life could end up being. So. Uh, I guess we'll just go back to like, did you know you wanted to be in entertainment when you were a kid? I've never wanted to do anything else. Okay. But never, ever, ever have I wanted to do it. Were you too afraid to like admit to it? Because that's, that's kind of what I found with myself is I was like, mm, I'm just going to tell my parents I'll go to college and law school and then just 
not do that, you know? I mean, I went no, to college. No, my, um, I, I was pretty vocal about that's what mm-hmm. I wanted to do, except, you know, when you're growing up, you have these epiphanies like, you know what? I'm going to be a jockey. Oh, was or, that really one? You know what? I'm going to be a journalist because <laughs> I like the way it sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah jockey at, in the third grade. I was also too tall in the yeah, third I was grade say. to be one. But, you know, you, you go through these things where you change your mind and you should change your mind often mm-hmm. when you're growing up because what do you know? Yeah. Okay. But this was always in my daydreams, in my thoughts. Like I'd wake up thinking about it. I'd go to sleep thinking about mm-hmm. it. And so when it was time for me to graduate from high school and declare a major or do whatever, mm-hmm. my parents didn't necessarily think I'd go to college. Um, <laughs> My parents said, no, that is the stupidest thing we've ever heard. And Mm -hmm. they did use the word stupid, and they did make me feel bad. They deny it now. Yeah. But um, that is what they said, because, you know, it was outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. They couldn't imagine it. They're like, how are you going to get health insurance? That's like, I feel like that's where my parents' brains go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. P.S. How are you going to get health insurance working a full-time job anywhere right now? Good point. That's good. You yeah, know, I actually still get my, my health insurance through my parents. Well, <laughs> do that as long as you can because, you know, that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah. But, I mean, health insurance, yeah, that's that's something we all want. But mm-hmm. um, there's no guarantee you're going to get that with a job. Yeah. And there's no guarantee they're going to pay all the all the premiums and not rip it right out from under yeah. you. Because I had that experience, too, with a 9 to 5. Oh, wow. So, um. So they thought it was stupid, and you were like... They thought it was stupid. So I tried so hard to do other things Mm -hmm. and um, get interested in other things, and I would sneak off and go to auditions. Really? Through drama logs. So this was back in the late 80s, early 90s. And... um, Is that... Was that like a... Like a... Okay, so drama log was what Backstage West is now. Okay, that's what I thought. So... um, and sometimes I would just drive right past the audition. I'd be like, ooh, that looks like a shady place. I'm not going in there. Oh, God, that's happened to me so many times. So many times. They asked to meet at, like, a house or something. Uh-huh. And it would, be, and I'm like, and I, it probably wasn't creepy, but I'm like, I can't go in someone's house no, or, like, this with weird apartment. Like, no. Yeah, you got to go with your instincts because right around that time, there was a girl named Linda Sobeck, I think her name was, mm-hmm. and she was murdered. Yeah. Going to one of these auditions. Mm-hmm. So it well, was there's a big there's deal. like a lot of serial killers that have used the guise of being a photographer. Oh to, sure. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'll take your photo. Yeah. yeah just come here. Just and then let's go into the mountains and take some some exactly. scenery photos, and you take your top off. Like exactly. No. And yeah. then I'll rape you. Yeah. Um. Terrifying. So yeah, you, you got to use your instincts, and you know, you go and you risk your life for these copy meals and credit provided jobs mm-hmm. okay for those of you who are not in the industry that's something they always say is oh well you're n- we're not going to pay you but you'll get a copy of your work you'll get which is also credit. usually so hard to track down oh yeah that doesn't and that actually means you're not going to get, get it. it yeah yeah um yeah and we'll give you credit you know you'll get your internet movie database um credit <laughs> and we'll feed you so Let's break that down. You're going to get an unusable piece of tape or video that you can't track down for two years. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a credit on something that is not going to help you get any work, and Mm -hmm. they're going to give you a banana and a bottle of water. That's what you're going to get. It's so sad. It's so sad. (laughs) But that's (laughs) – it's you have to – that's just it's just a business something you got to check off the list yeah okay. i mean i guess when other jobs you have to intern yeah before. you have to intern you gotta you except gotta for except for an entertainment industry your you're technically interning sometimes for like 10 years sure yeah oh yeah before definitely. you make any money definitely which is why being a comedian is so great because i got to take a little bit of the control back and being a comedian i get to travel a lot but i would not be able to travel as comfortably as stylishly or as I don't know easily without my away luggage I am seriously obsessed with my away luggage I had matching away luggage when I went to Europe it was so cute I had a little carry-on and then I had my um, big bag and I had 
my monogrammed bag tags on it. I just felt so much cuter with my matching gorgeous Away luggage. So listen, Away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price point compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. You can choose from nine colors and four sizes, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large for extended stays. All suitcases are super lightweight, they have four 360-degree spinner wheels guaranteed for a smooth ride. So you zip in and around the airport. They're amazing. And both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge. This is so cool. All cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. Sometimes I don't even use a wall charger. I just use that when I'm traveling. And they have a lifetime warranty, so if anything breaks, they will fix it or replace it for you for life. And a 100-day trial. So you can live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund, no questions asked. But I guaranteed you're not going to want to. Guys, get ready for your summer travel and get some away luggage. And I have an offer for my listeners. For $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash be here and use promo code be here during checkout. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash be here and use promo code be here during checkout. You won't regret it. So yeah, it, I, um, this sounds very weird and old fashioned, but I, I lived at home till I got married mm -hmm. at 26. Well, once I got married, my husband said, just try it. Mm-hmm. Just go and do it. Who, what's to stop you? You're, you know, you don't live with your parents. You don't have to listen to them. You're what an a adult. Nice, supportive husband. Yeah, and it was the most obvious thing. But why was I trapped in that mindset mm -hmm. of these people who raised me are absolutely right about everything, even though they are miserable in their own lives? It's. I, it is something I think that every single person deals with. I mean, yeah. my parents aren't miserable. My parents are lovely, but I'm in my mid to late 20s I'm in my early 30s mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I just recently was like oh you're an adult and you don't like just because what you're doing makes them your parents uncomfortable that's their thing to you know what I mean because yeah. I would I make like dumb videos on Instagram and they'd be like they would think maybe I was being like 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 I don't yeah. know like like you're being weird or like why are you walking everywhere that was a big one that everyone yeah. thinks is weird because I <laughs> Sometimes I walk like nine miles a day. That's how I like to get my exercise. There's it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I put a backpack on. No my doctor's going to tell you you're doing anything right? wrong. And I would literally be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to make them worried or stress them out. And I'm like, you know what? It's I'm an adult. Yeah. yeah. And they can choose to be stressed out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They can choose but that. But you can also choose not to listen. And yeah. for a long time, I had so many voices in my head that I shouldn't have been listening to. Mm -hmm. So listeners, let, let's, uh, let me just drop a truth bomb on you. <laughs> don't listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And also, it, it, doesn't, it won't, doesn't necessarily make people happier to keep you unhappy, for example. Yeah. Like, like that's, not, that's, not their, that's not your parents' goal. They no. don't want you to be miserable in your yeah. life, but they just don't know that that's what they're doing by yes. doing, you know. Yes. Or boyfriends or husbands, sometimes they do the same thing. Uh, they do the same thing. And mm -hmm. the, and you are on your own journey, mm -hmm. and you need to see that through to the end. You were not put here mm -hmm. to make yourself small or not shine. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself having gone dull, I, I don't know how else to phrase yeah, that. Yeah. You're on the wrong track. Yeah. And it's okay to readjust. And yes, that is going to take some work and it'll probably be painful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Count on it. Yeah. Probably no more painful than what you're feeling right now, though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you didn't even start until you were 26 that, or didn't even Not, get the inkling. I, I didn't start in earnest until uh -huh. I was about 27. Okay. And I had gone and, you know, I'd, with my secret auditions or mm -hmm. whatever, I'd book something here and there. But it wasn't anything that was going to yeah. launch me to the next level. But it was enough to validate me, you know, in uh, to make me feel like, okay, I'm not totally crazy. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. So, so as far as taking acting classes and yeah. really laying the proper groundwork, that started at about 27. Because I remember on uh, Screwed Up Stories, you said you – you went to a Groundlings show mm -hmm. and thought, I'd love to do this, but then it took you a few years to even call to. Yes. So what was that? 
the story again? So I, um, uh, for Valentine's Day with this loser I was dating, we went to a Groundlings show. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know about the Groundlings, it's a sketch and improv theater here in Los Angeles. And a lot of good people come out of there. And the training, Mm -hmm. while... um, Expensive. (laughs) Expensive and not easy, Mm -hmm. is the best you're going to get improv-wise. Yeah. I wonder if I made a mistake. I did Second City. And Second City is just not that big here. But I just, for my time of, like, watching SNL, yeah. was like, you know, Chris Farley and David Spade, they all did Second City. So I was like, that's what I want to do. And so it's I did the whole Second City track, but I don't think anything's ever come of it. It's not It's not bad that you did that. But yeah. they, they um, what I've noticed is they say a lot of supportive things mm-hmm. and make you feel like everything you do is really brilliant. Ah, that's how I like to live my life, though. You know, and I, we love that. <laughs> yeah. We love that. It sure keeps us coming back. Yeah. But, um, you know, there is value to being criticized and saying, you know, you don't have that. Yeah. yeah that wasn't great. Yeah, totally. How do you feel about it? Totally. Do you feel bad? Good. Because yeah. <laughs> you should. It wasn't yeah. wasn't your best. A nice, healthy dose of shame. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Otherwise, how do you, how do you know when you're... Totally. When yeah. to redirect. Yeah, and it's I guess it's different than like, because uh, I did stand-up way before I even did that. So that's ah. what I do professionally is stand-up. Okay. And uh, with stand-up, you get that immediate response mm-hmm. if you're not doing well and you don't have anyone else on the stage to help yeah. blame or help support. So I'm pretty aware what I suck on in that. But I guess, yeah. yeah, at Second City, they're not really telling you. And, you know, look, a lot of great people come out of there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, there's so many. There's different avenues to yeah but I mean you do you do stand up and that's very courageous I I cannot I feel like you'd be so good at it oh my god I would get up and um start stuttering really I I honestly think crying and then I would laugh vomit I honestly think that that sketch and whatever and and improv is so much harder oh I really do no I admire I know what I'm gonna say on stage I've done it a million times but anyways, mm. so you went so you went with this loser to a show and then yeah. you were like, I'd like to so do this. this. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. That was so funny. What do I have to do? I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, it took me four years. Four years to was it four? Yeah. No, it was four years. Yeah. So I was 23 when I saw that show. And then you started. And then and then 27, I finally. Finally signed up and took a class. How many years after you started? So let's say you started in earnest at 26, 27. How many years after that did you book? Like, was Reno 911 probably your your first major? That was my first major thing. So that was right after I got into the company. Did the pilot in 2002. So probably, so five years. Okay. Five years. That's pretty good, though. And then, so we did that pilot. That's that's fairly quick. That's not... That's not terrible, but Mm -hmm. I also hit it hard. Yeah. You know, and was auditioning as much as I could and and getting frustrated, quite honestly, because I was really only auditioning for commercials. Yeah. I got one later. HIV commercial. What? Nice. (laughs) Yeah. People don't understand (laughs) that auditioning for commercials is soul crushing. I is so crushing. I'm almost like please stop sending me on these I'm yeah. not booking them yeah. like I don't know how, why you're still sending me yeah like, I, I there's don't. something about me there's that's not about it's not commercials vampires in the waiting room yeah the way other actors will sidle up to you uh-huh. and suck your soul right out and and obvi- you know you, we're always going to be too uh, polite to say hey, yeah can you uh, go over there please? yeah I don't I'm, feel like talking I'm trying to concentrate right I'm just now. gonna put headphones on I'm going to put my headphones on yeah. and not listen to you. Yeah, I'm good. Um, but, yeah, I hate it. And, you know, it took me a while to get an agent. I finally got an agent. Um, yeah, we won't go into that. It, <laughs> and then you got to go through your whole rigmarole of finding an agent that doesn't suck. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's really Very hard. hard. When I first moved to L.A., I met with an agency that um, said I needed to pay them $1,200. And I was – I was felt so scared in the room and uncomfortable that I gave him a credit card and paid it because I didn't have the balls to be like, I know you're scamming me, oh. but then called my bank and called them like right when I left the place. But like, that's how shitty this business is. I ended up getting my money back, but like, yeah, 
And they did yeah. that, like, they did that, like, nagging thing where they were like, we think you can get work, but, like, you need to lose a little bit of weight or when I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. Work doing what? Yeah, exactly. Was it a, a modeling thing where they're like, we're going to charge Probably you for partially? Pictures. Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. It was gross. Well, first of all, for the listeners out there that <laughs> don't know about this, um, yeah, yeah, you do need pictures yeah. to do this. They but if you're acting, you don't need a full-on portfolio. Yeah, 100%. And, and frankly, half the time they don't, well, I mean, you need the photos, but, like, they also don't even take printed headshots in most auditions no, anymore. No, they don't. It's like, no, they don't. It's, yeah. We're, anyways. So, okay. Anyway, yeah. So. We're, we're not, that's a whole <laughs> separate sermon. So, you, you, so after Reno 911, you kept, and you kept your day job, basically, mm-hmm. up until what point in this? Reno 911 or oh, after? until after. Until right before the Goldberg started. That's I crazy. I kept it for 12 years. Is that so just because you were like, are like, do you have one of those personalities where you're like, ah, oh, the rug could be pulled out for me at any time? Or So um, you had a day job when you were doing Bridesmaids? Yeah. The biggest movie, comedy well, of look, the year? That, okay. Well, here's, here's the start <laughs> of my other sermon. Also, how'd you have the time? Everybody thinks that acting pays a ton of money. Yeah. It does not. Mm-hmm. Or it does. After a certain amount of time. Yeah, totally. But say goodbye to 50% of everything you bring in. Yeah, because uh, lawyers and agents. Lawyers, and agents, managers, um, uh, uh, taxes. Yeah. Ugh, okay. forgot about those. So, yeah. Reno didn't pay any money. Yeah. That, that was basic cable. Mm-hmm. And it so shows funny. It's, it's in syndication. We don't see a dime from that. Really? Why? Yeah, because it was basic cable. And that so you actually don't get any we, money from the syndicate? We get nothing. That's crazy. From the movie we did, we get, you know, a couple yeah. bucks every now and again. But, um, yeah, so that paid that paid nothing. I mean, I, I can't stress it enough. There was no way I was going to quit my job. Yeah, totally. Um, and it was a part-time job with flexible hours. Okay. So I could do it from wherever. Mm-hmm. And my boss was so sweet to me this brilliant double phd woman um at cal state long beach she goes i don't care what you do or where you do it just don't quit i don't want to train anybody else i totally support your career Mm -hmm. do whatever you want she used to come and see me at the groundlings that's great she was amazing was this a job where like uh, people where you were doing any sort of like public uh, interfacing, like do people like recognize you from TV and then be like, but you're also processing this document for me. I don't know what the job was. Um, no, it, I, I, I was the assistant editor at a social work journal. Okay. Okay. So no, I didn't really have to interface with mm-hmm. the public, but people would see me on campus mm-hmm. and say, wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> Why are you here? It's so funny. Yeah. There's and a you're trip. like, you're like, well, like, well, yeah, I have an office, and gosh, I guess I'll start coming in here at ten at night, which is what I did. Okay. Oh, I, I did most of it from home, but when I had to come in and do things, I'd do it on the weekends or late. At yeah. Night. Um. So you went back to that job after bridesmaids too. Oh yeah. So and I mean at that Again, point everyone's that recognizing didn't pay any you. money either. Yeah. Everybody thought. I mean, it was it was a favored nation's role. No one thought it was going to do anything. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying, oh, you know, they screwed us on payment. We should have made so much more money. No, it was fine. It's mm-hmm. just that you wouldn't take that paycheck and say, we, if I don't work for another year, I'm fine. And yeah. that's how acting is. Mm-hmm. You totally. Know, you, you could work. You could go a whole year without booking anything. Mm-hmm. And then what have you got? Yeah. Nothing. Totally. So. You know, I, I did it for the, the security and to have a steady income, but I also did it because it it told, okay, so it, it was this journal that um, published accounts of social workers and people in the helping professions who are out there doing the absolute most yeah. for the absolute least. Mm-hmm. No one gets into social work. God, they must hear some really sad oh, stories, Oh, my too. God. I don't know how you decompress after a day at work. No such thing as a 40-hour work week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was very moved (laughs) by these stories, and I wanted to help get these things out into the world, you know, even though our readership was very small. We Mm -hmm. made a very small impact. But I felt like, well, this is 
this is important. Very this is much something so, yeah. very important. And I want to, I want to, you know, keep, I want to stay grounded and, and remember, like, this is what reality is. Mm-hmm. Okay. While I'm off doing these things and getting spoiled rotten on a set, mm-hmm. these people are really working. Yeah. So I'm lucky enough to get to do what I love, but I'll, I'll do this as long as. That's what I think makes you very cool, too, is like you don't seem super like you don't even you don't live in Hollywood. You've been married to the same person like you have these rogue cats. Yeah. (laughs) Kittens in the thing. But like I got my priorities straight. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's no, it's true. (laughs) It's it's you know, you haven't been to rehab yet. (laughs) But but really, the more you live around here. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know how you live right in the middle of. Uh, well it's because comedy clubs are right here and yeah Yeah. but i'd probably have a better chance like meeting someone normal if i would just move out of here you know unless you and your husband have any friends for me (laughs) well listen i'll i'll uh think about that out into the universe thank you because you never know you never know i'm always looking i love to make a your matchmaker well i like to match people up with friends Mm -hmm. or jobs or mates mm. i just like to I'm, i like to meddle yeah like <laughs> i'm a bit of a meddler with spectacular results and if wendy does want like to set me up that. on a date i'm obviously gonna want to look my best and so i can't have any random zits popping up so that's why i am obsessed with meltdown by bloom okay so Sometimes, and it's actually happened to me the other day, I got a pimple right in between my eyes, basically, on the top of my nose before I went on a date. I felt it coming on, and so the night before, I just put a drop of meltdown on it, went to bed, and one drop's all you need. And when I woke up, my skin was clear and glowy, and there was no sign of redness or drying. Meltdown by Bloom is amazing. It's a powerful blend of natural ingredients that takes down pimples overnight. It's a safe and effective spot treatment for pimples, breakouts, and blemishes that leaves your skin clear and glowy. It's a unique blend of essential oils, including black cumin seed oil, rosehip oil, and tea tree leaf oil. It reduces the size and redness of pimples overnight, and they completely disappear within three to four days. Mine was basically gone in like a day. So apply it when you feel a spot about to erupt and keep it from ever seeing the light of day. Bloom does not contain harsh chemicals, no benzoyl peroxide, silicic acid, (laughs) I'm saying that wrong, sulfates or parabens. There's no added fragrance, fillers, or preservatives. It dries clear, it's not a gel or a paste, and it can be worn under makeup, which I've also done. It doesn't cause skin to peel, dry, flake, or scar, and... It even fades scarring, which is important. It's vegan and cruelty-free, and it's also pregnancy-safe. And backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So you can try it risk-free, but you'll love Meltdown, so, you know, you probably won't want to. And right now, I have an offer for my listeners. Okay, so for 25% off and free shipping, when you text here to 797979, this is a special offer you can't get anywhere else. And when you support Be Here for a while, you support my sponsors. So text HERE to 797979 to get 25% off Meltdown Blemish Treatment by Bloom. And if you don't love it, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Text HERE to 797979. Um, so, yeah. So, so then, so Goldberg's was the first time you were like, oh, I'm, s- I'm good now. Well, the journal folded. Oh. Otherwise, I would <laughs> still be doing it. Seriously? Yeah. I would, I would have, I would, I, I made a promise to my boss, and then she died. Why did she do Rachel, that? She died. That's really sad. And I kept it going with no supervision for at least a year, and then finally the head of the department called and said, "Hey, what do you do?" <laughs> with no supervision. <laughs> no supervision. I was just skulking around, you know, <laughs> around the department, and I would interface with the authors, and I, you know, I got. You're like, th- press this is, you're like, this I, is my journal now. Listen, I'm a self-starter. I, you tell me what to do, and I do it <laughs> till you tell me to stop. I get it. Very good employee. Yeah. But um, so we kept it running until just no one wanted to take responsibility for mm-hmm. it anymore, and it was time. But, um, yeah, Goldbergs or no Goldbergs, I would have stayed, mm-hmm. you know, and I was sad to see it go, but it was time. 
Yeah. You know, there's time. You've been really lucky to play um, characters that, you know, involve, like, you know, costumes and, like, crazy things. Do you do you get sick of that, or do you like doing that? Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it, because I... I um, become a totally different person and mm-hmm. and I work my ass off playing Beverly. Yeah. Um, what I don't love about it is when I get shade from other actors talking mm-hmm. about, oh, well, <laughs> so cartoony. How, oh, God, people how, are the how worst. How much longer do you want to do that? And, and I think, wow, you're bold. You're like we ha- friends or something? You're like, like, how did your sad indie film go? Oh, yeah. not very well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does that exactly. make you better? <laughs> um, who are you to say that this is not, mm-hmm. that I'm not working hard or that this doesn't have value artistically? We've got fans all over the world of yeah. yours. Oh, my God. I have so many friends that are so obsessed with that show. I love I need to get I into it. I just never show. watch TV and not in one of those arrogant ways. Like, I'm no. so much better than it. It's more just like I'm just trying so hard to fucking make it you're out in comedy clubs at night yeah. instead of watching tv yeah like, there's nothing virtuous or, go, about or going to bed at 9 30 p.m um it's the best it's there's nothing i enjoy more you know getting you know just what crawling else? into you know bed what else early I enjoy eating at 4 30 i do that as well i call it dunch and it's the best i do that all the time <laughs> i'll get up and make some eggs a piece best. of toast oh it's so fun put my ass sometimes in I, bed. sometimes i eat in bed actually and i enjoy it healthy habits yeah there's nothing wrong with this self-care self-care oh i love this about you <laughs> i feel like a grandma all right no what but i love it what's this the is, alternative this is what's gonna keep me looking young hello that and a little botox no, there's nothing wrong with that either actually you you have, you look very young but you have movement oh, have you. you not i do, do, you, do um, you not do the botox i do my botox in august usually every year only once but a I year. I need to do it more. Uh-huh. I, I feel like, um, okay. No, you have really good skin. <laughs> but probably for your character, too, it's like that That was the eight, was it the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't have that then. They'd probably be like, why is this character's face Well, I, I never do freeze my face all yeah. the way. I just have the little parentheses, and mm-hmm. I can't stand them because it makes me look mad. Mm-hmm. So I get rid of those. I let my face move. Yeah, I just do the eye wrinkle ones, but they actually mm. can't. Where my wrinkles are, they can't put a needle there because they're yeah. like, it might paralyze your eye. I'm like, I'm willing to risk yeah. it. But Plus they, you they don't won't need do it. it. Oh, You're well, supposed thanks. to have a little something there. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyways. You don't want to look like one of those L.A. ping pong balls that you see driving around with the lips and the hair extensions. The and lips, they all have the, the same face. The lips is what's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't that weird? But there's like a new race of people where yeah. they all look, and they all have the same body now, too. There's yes. a, the same body, the same face. And where I and don't the same coral nail polish. Which yeah. Again, who told you that looked good? Are you I going d- to a day or like a, a black light party <laughs> later? I just don't understand what body work people are having done. Are they having because there's also some rib cages that I've never I've never seen rib cages that small. Are they getting ribs removed? Like See, I thought that was not a real thing because if you remove your ribs. I don't know. They say Cher lungs. did. I know, but I kind of feel like. Can they I mean, do like at, are they being old, shaved down? Look at old videos of Cher. She was never big. Yeah, that's true. She's always She's been just a scrawny yeah. lady. Yeah. So I think that's just a rumor. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'd and like people, to get some back flanks shaved off a little bit. You know, <laughs> no you don't. I'm just joking. No, you don't. Shaved like those but like those like Lebanese restaurants where they shave the meat oh, off the yes. thing. <laughs> oh, just little little slice oh, off. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Um, and yeah, nobody looks young. They just all look like they. No, it makes them look older. A bag of money at yeah, their I'm face. like I can't tell if you're 50 or 21. I'm not. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah it's either very way. Weird. I'm not liking it. Yeah, it's and very. The inside weird. of your mouth is getting tan. <laughs> I don't like that for you. <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk to you outside for a second? I don't yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll wrap it up soon because I know no, you have to go. Right. But it's um, right. uh, a little bit more about your career stuff. So. What advice would you give someone, uh, one of my listeners, that want to do this as a career? Okay. Um, Based on your experience, because there is no one way to do it. There is no one way to do it. What I would say, though, is if it's something you think about all the time, Mm -hmm. don't talk yourself out of not trying. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't say it. Yeah. Take a class. And sometimes... Taking that class is one of the most nerve-wracking, 
horrifying things. Mm-hmm. But go in and see if you get the bug. See if it is something you look forward to doing again. Mm-hmm. If that's not it. if uh, First of all, if you don't like to get up in front of people, why do you think you're going to do well at an audition? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's something I hear from from newbies who are like, well, I don't really want to take the class. Oh, you I, just want to really want to go to class. I just like, how fingers? do I get auditions? That's well, you're not going to get any. I, I, yeah. What do you think you're going to do in an audition? <laughs> Being totally inexperienced. Yeah. No you one gets discovered in a mall anymore. No, they don't. That's, they don't. That just doesn't and, happen. And honestly, in they fact, never really did to the Yeah. Anyone. And nowadays you have to like write your own stuff, make videos, do all that. It's like there's. Yeah. Yeah. You do oh, everything now. Well, that's another good point mm-hmm. is that if you think you want to be an actor, you better also be a writer mm-hmm. and you better also uh, learn how to edit. Mm-hmm. It's never going to hurt you. Do you ever um, write any of the stuff for Goldberg's or give? No, no, no. Um, and I, you know, look, sometimes I improv on that show because I just can't help myself. Yeah. And if um, if I know we've already gotten it, then I'll improv something and they usually keep it. Oh, that's good. That's so fun. And I've actually that's happened on a lot of films where I just kind of come in and fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, some some okay. sets and and directors and people don't like that. Don't though. like it. Yeah. But I but I I used know, to do I it in auditions and I realized like oh they don't want me doing that or I'd add like a tag at the end and yeah. I'd get a laugh and then I would never book it. And I'm like oh I think that that's offensive to the writer or someone. Uh, that's like me being Not like, what I do is funnier than what you're doing, you know? Um, I feel like no, it might be. Not necessarily, because I feel like a lot of times in an audition, it's a numbers game anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're probably not going to book it because it already went out as an offer to someone else. But the union says they have to see a bunch of people. Yeah. So why not just go and do it your way? Because Ooh, I kind of like that advice. OK, yeah. I'm going to go back to adding my tags and, and just. Um, yeah, why not do it? Because they'll give you notes mm-hmm. if they like you, and they'll think of you for something else. That's that's another thing, is that a lot of times what you're auditioning for has nothing to do with what they're actually going to book you on later. Mm-hmm. So you still want to show up. You still want to do a good job. You still want to be memorable and, you know, see see their vision through. Yeah. But I see nothing wrong with just – Little improv at the end. A little thing in. Okay. You know. Good. All right. I like that. Um, but yeah. So, take a class. Mm-hmm. Put in the work. You don't need to, you know, look at, at people and say, okay, well, I want to be, I want to have this career. I want to, do that in five years. You know, I want this is my timeline. Uh, timeline's no, a bad you idea. Can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. That's. You're, you're trying to assign logic to an industry where logic does not rule. Does not exist. So you have to intuit it. So go to class. Mm-hmm. That's my Yeah, and I, I think the people, too, that are like, okay, well, I'm going to give it five years to make it. Then you're not going to make it because it's probably going to take a lot longer mm-hmm. than that. And you're basically mm-hmm. just – you're basically just giving yourself a time that you you give up by. Mm-hmm. Like there's no really you can't you can't do that in this yeah. business at and all. I, I'll tell you when I finally started making some breakthroughs is when I said to myself, you know what, I might not get an agent. I might have started too late, mm-hmm. uh, which is hilarious now that now that I'm going to turn fifty and like my God, you look are, young. You really You're do. You're very that's Im- nice. That's, imp- that's incredible. Nice. I really didn't think you were anywhere near that. But, you know, I, I thought maybe I, maybe I did start too late. Maybe everybody's mm-hmm. way ahead of me. Maybe I'm just too weird, mm-hmm. you know. And that's when you started to make breakthroughs when you had doubts? Well, when I when I said I, I'm having all these doubts, but I want to do this. And I've got to stay engaged in this somehow. Maybe I'll never make a penny. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten a taste of how much fun life can be when you have this, I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back to my nine to five and not do sketch comedy and not go costume shopping and not have these weird friends that I love so much, mm-hmm. you know, who are also nerds. No, this is. This has added everything to my life. This makes me excited to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So 
So you basically you sort of just took that. the expectation just, away of from it, where you're just took like all the expectation, all the weight off of it, and was like, "This is part of my life now, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna just enjoy it for what it is." And once I took that pressure off, then I booked Reno 911. Really? How quickly thereafter? Within the month. That's crazy. Which, which you know, and again, the stars were aligned for for that to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but I went in there with no expectations. Like, I don't care. I probably won't get it. Mm -hmm. You hear that so story again, a lot from I'm people. I'm going to say whatever I want. Yeah. God, that must have been a fun show to do. It was fun. That show was so was funny. Fun. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep, keep you late That's for your lunch. So thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, tell everyone where they can find you. I'm sure they can figure it out, I think. <laughs> I don't know if they can. <laughs> just give your Instagram handle for okay, just so do my, it for Mocha. My, here's my Instagram handle. Wendy, W-E-N-D-I underscore McClendon, M-C-L-E-N-D-O-N underscore Covey, C-O-V-E-Y. <laughs> See, I've made it hard. Yeah. Because if you really want to find me, you will. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> I've made mine hard, too. There's an extra A in Rachel. There's a, a middle initial. It's horrible. I, I don't want everyone to find me, Rachel. Yeah. Just the right people. Yeah, you like, know who you are. You're like your kittens, you know? Exactly. Playing it safe. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.